0: What's up WizKids and welcome to the first Off the Bench podcast for 2018. Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you all enjoyed your holiday season. I know we did and so did the Wizards. They have been playing very well of late. I think we're all happy to uh, be rolling into 2018 uh, with a win uh, going into the new year. We ended the season with one. We're going to begin the season hopefully with one as we're recording this. The Wizards are going to play the Knicks Tonight, and we also have a very special guest to open 2018. We will have Wizards guard Thomas Adoransky joining us in the second half of the podcast. But first, guys, we've got Jeremy Hyman here, Chris Gehring, Zach Rosen, Jamoke Davis here with you as we are talking Washington Wizards basketball. And uh, let's hope that 2018, by the time we get to the end of the season, has a better result than last year, including playoffs, maybe going to another round, Eastern Conference Finals, all that good stuff. But we got a long time before we get there. Let's talk about the immediate future. The uh, the Wizards uh, are playing very well, right, Zach?
1: 1-4 of 5. Best three-point shooting. Best defensive three-point shooting in those five games. I I think what's finally happening is the game plan of just taking open shots. Those open shots are falling. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they weren't falling uh, in some of their losses, which it's, it's actually funny. There was an ESPN article by Kevin Pelton, who's a big stats guy for them, and he said that the Wizards are shooting 34% in losses on open on open threes or something, and then 38 in wins on open threes. So it's really just coming down to making shots, and Coach Brooks has said that like this whole season, is that the difference is that. Uh, and then of the winning otherwise, yes. I think they went 7-1 and one in December at home, 10-6 uh, and six overall in the month. Bradley Beals just named player of the week for the East, yep. the first time yep. he's won that, coming mm-hmm. off 39-point. Nine rebound, nine assists, seven three point games. So, I think John Wall's healthy. Uh, Keith seems very healthy. Everyone's back. Um, Otto's back. Things are good.
2: Yeah, the Wizards lead the NBA in three point percentage against. I think it's now thirty three point three, just pretty astonishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah really number is. one in the league in a, you know holding yeah. opponents to three point shooting, and fifteen times this year they've held opponents to under thirty percent shooting, which is tops in the league. Defense is uh, coming around. Yep, yeah. yep. And that's so important in today's NBA, per, you know, guarding the perimeter, running teams off the line. Something they've made it such an emphasis on doing after, you know, the beginning of last year was one of their biggest, you know, pitfalls, downfalls, whatever, um, that it was, you know, guarding the three-point line. They were giving up so many open threes and giving up so many threes that, um, you know, that was one of their issues, um, you know, over the last couple of years. But, you that that's certainly has been something that's helped them you know get on this role here over this uh you know the last couple of weeks
3: yeah the tempo in the NBA I think in general has picked up and so maybe it doesn't sound great maybe that when you hold a team to 103 points that that's like a really good result but against Houston that's an incredibly good result mm-hmm. um Orlando scored 103 Boston scored 103 um so in general, in all those games, I think the defense is great, but also putting 121 on Houston, 130 on Orlando, it's, it is it is kind of just as simple as shots are falling for for the Wizards' best players, mainly Bradley Beal. Um, so as we go into the new year, four or five, um, and, a, and a fairly favorable schedule coming up. I think Zach had a good tweet the other day about how the strength of schedule in January is, oh, yeah. is, is favorable easiest, for the I think yeah. So a lot of home games, six of seven at home, I think. I think that's the only – I think we have two stretches like that this whole season. Mm-hmm. This is the second one. We already had one. So a good, really good opportunity with everybody healthy. Mike Scott commented, I think, before um, the Chicago game, I think he commented on Saturday, that while Keith has been back for a while, he had noticed that – that just recently, like in the last week or so, Keith is starting to look more like like his old self. Mm-hmm. Really starting to find it, and I think that's a good. It's a good thing to remember that, like, when a player's back, there, there are different levels of really being back to being yourself. Yeah, I think that, that sometimes that takes a while, and fans maybe you know I think we all kind of are like, oh, well, Keith's back, so that's you know, we we should expect to see kind of what we saw from him in the playoffs and. And I think that that's hopefully coming, and so I think he feels more comfortable now, and his pl- his teammates are starting to notice it. I think hopefully we'll start to see some more consistency out of uh, out of the starting five, and with everybody in there, hopefully all of that starts to to build back up.
2: Yeah, this is the time you got to take advantage of this home stand before you know their longest road trip of the year is coming up later this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just I'm just sort of scrolling through the schedule because. I, I don't have this stat in front of me about it, our strength of schedule so far because I know we've actually had one of the easier schedules I think on paper, which actually I mean d- what has that meant for the wizards? basically nothing. They've lost to more 500 teams below 500 yeah, sub, yeah. and the, you know and they've beaten a lot of the you know some good teams. so yeah. I, you know, I don't put a ton of stock into like start marking off these games as wins, these games as losses. But, you know, if you are – just just for the sake of to discussing schedule, um, you know, once you get into February, you're looking at almost an entire month of playoff teams or close to playoff teams. Mm-hmm. And then you go – even then you go into March um, and you're still looking – you know, I'm just looking at the beginning of March. It's all playoff teams on the schedule until yeah. – I mean, I guess if you count the Knicks, maybe they're not going to make it, but yeah. they're close.
1: There's a long stretch of, it I think, is, national TV games against yeah. really good teams in two weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Denver, I think, is probably going to be a playoff team. I mean, they're on there. I'm, I'm just throwing out. I mean, there's just – you're looking at a whole schedule. There's no games really in almost all of February and March where it's like, oh, that's – you know, the Wizards are going to be, what, a nine- or ten-point favorite in that game and should – win convincingly now granted injuries and back-to-backs I mean certain guys could sit out certain games but you start looking at the sort of the second half of the season I think there's a lot there's a lot more tougher games at least on paper and sort of from the odds makers points Um, so you really want to take advantage of this part of the schedule now this homestand coming up you've got um, you know the Knicks are here tonight the Grizzlies are, are, are obviously struggling this season on friday um and then i know next week there's a orlando brooklyn back-to-back at home yeah. just you got to take you got to take care of business now because there's going to be a lot of tough games sort of on that second half of the season and um
0: and you're talking about those back-to-backs if you look at all their back-to-backs they've lost the first game <laughs> of and, Yeah almost all of their back-to-backs. <laughs> Only one they won the first one. In Minnesota,
1: which is one of the hardest games yeah, the of the Minnesota year. Yeah, the Minnesota one, which yeah. is wild. Yeah.
0: And in over the course of Wall. four <laughs> weeks going back into the middle of December to the middle of January, three out of four weekends include a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, that's going to be tough for them to find a way to mentally be able to lock in in that first game and get that win because they're pretty much – Five hundred on back-to-backs. They lose the first one and win the second one. That's kind of been their MO this yeah. season. Yeah.
3: The schedule's not incredibly balanced, and so it's, you know, it really it's really bringing that focus to games where, quite frankly, it can be hard to do it. I mean, in the middle of the season against teams where you, you know that, you know, John Wall and Bradley Beal and this team has been through enough where, like, they know that they're better than a lot of these teams. They know mm-hmm. that in a playoff series, for example – they would take care of business against these teams. It's just now on a night-to-night basis, and we've heard everybody at this point talk about it ad nauseum. They just got it. They just got to do it. And they luckily—I I mean, they—they they luckily still have plenty of chances. And looking at the East, um, we're you know they're tied with Detroit for the fourth for the fourth spot. Cleveland's dropped some games lately. It's not totally out of the. It's not totally out mm-hmm. of the question. And I know that. Um, I was listening to somebody talk about um, how that how Toronto has a similarly hard stretch of games. It's like a set of like seven or eight games where it's all playoff teams. It's like mm-hmm. Cleveland twice. The Warriors are in there. Milwaukee's in there for them. So there are there is there are a lot of opportunities left for things to shift into where the Wizards want want to be. And despite having you know seven or eight games where they feel like they they want it back, they're still really in much as good of a position as they could ask for, all things considered.
0: Is there a silver lining to the fact that they've lost some games to teams below 500, which they should have won, but they also seem to get up for the teams that they will eventually see in the playoffs?
1: The silver lining is they did it in the beginning of the year, and now they know we can't give up on these games at all. So now you look at the rest of the season playoff series, that's the silver lining for me, and I think I've heard some of the guys bring it. I know like March has, has also brought that up before um, but it's n- none of it's good but <laughs> you have to take something away and I think that's it are they going to regret some of these games probably but when they try what, to
0: win 50 and they end up yeah 48, but maybe yeah. it's way
1: more important that they get up for these tough opponents than that they lose because they're going to make the playoffs and they're yeah. a really good playoff team it just depends if they can get home court and if they can get the right matchup to advance so yeah
2: that's why we I mean and what I was saying earlier they're not you know after in a couple of weeks they're not even going to have that many more games against teams that are under 500 mm-hmm. so uh, not nah, i mean i don't know what it means or says about the team that they're they've lost to some of these teams but ultimately if they're still win 48 to 50 games and they're a four seed like when the playoffs come i guess like who cares at that point like does mm-hmm. th- anyone even going to really Talk about them losing to these teams, you know, in December. These, you know, the well, Atlanta we know lost some,
1: some websites will.
0: <laughs> I, and the thing is, but, I know that they won't. But I also feel like when you look, even when the players in that locker room, when they look at last year's record, and they're like, "Dang, we got forty nine. We well, wanted that 50. I
2: guess I should. You're that's right. I shouldn't have said who cares. Like, you know what? I mean, these not winning those games. It is you're right it is going to cost them it could definitely potentially cost them home court in maybe the second round of the playoffs which proved costly last year and maybe that is going to be costly again this year so that point that's absolutely a fair point to Mm -hmm. make that home court losing some of those games could cost them home court and could be the difference between moving on or not in the playoffs. So that I'll give that one as it is fair. But I guess the point of that they're going to be up and they're going to play at a high level in the playoffs against good teams. We've already seen that. And I don't see that sort of trend going away because it's the same team. They're a year more, you know, another year of experience in the playoffs. And now they're, um, I mean, they're, they've, you know, they're sort of primed now for this, for that moment when it comes in April and May and I mean, for all things considered, as much as the up and ups and downs of this first half, there's four games left in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Three of the four at home, uh, and the one road one being against Memphis. If they win these next four games, they're going to be on pace for 50 wins. And mm-hmm. yep. I know that's a bit—that's a big if. I'm not going to say that it's like it's probably going to happen, but. It's there's a chance they could win four in a row and sort of get hot this next week. Yeah. And if they are to do that, for all things considered, they're gonna be on pace for fifty wins with with all those losses to the to the Hawks, to the Nets twice, uh, to yeah. Phoenix. I mean you like you go down the list of all those games and you're still gonna be right there. Let's say they go three and one over this next four game stretch. They're gonna be on pace for what, forty eight wins. So mm-hmm. like I mean, well, I, we, that's why we all thought they were going to win 50-plus games this year. They're still going to be, you know, through the first half right in the mix. Mm-hmm. And now, I said, like I said, the second half is on paper is going to be tougher schedule-wise. Um, you don't know how things are going to go. They've been – I mean, John had his injury, but right now they're as healthy as they've been. You hope that will continue for yeah. the rest of the year. But, you know, things pop up, so
1: I am um, just, just, just wanted to – you know throw that point out there i think their losses get magnified too because they've had more than most teams have to sub 500 teams but a lot of team good teams lose to sub 500 teams i mean the bucks have had just a terrible run against bad teams too this year the hawks beat the blazers in atlanta like a few nights after they beat us like it happens but mm-hmm. it's been the w- some of the ways that they've lost these games But I think the wall injury is a good point is that they still went, was it four and five, the nine games he sat out during that, that stretch. And a lot of those losses were during that time period. So, I mean, I think we can move on from this topic, Yeah. but uh, the Knicks are here Wednesday night. I'm, I'm interested to see how the wizards match up against their size. Now that they have Enos Cantor, because now they have two seven footers that are both great rebounders and the Wizards, Did you change
0: your style to match no, a way to beat the Knicks? Yeah, or beat I think him?
1: so. What I was gonna say is, I think the Wizards are still gonna kind of go smaller after a while. I think they need the size on Porzingis probably the whole time he's on the court, and that'll likely be Gortat and Mahi. to spot a unicorn. Yeah, and then but the small ball has been really good with either Mike Scott or Keith at the five. We saw them go on the run against the Bulls. We saw them put away the Rockets they weren't as effective against the Hawks, but I mean, you're going to have a few spots where maybe you don't play as well, but it's, it's going to be, this is probably the strangest team to match up up against in the, the modern NBA because of the way they play. They're bruisers. Enos Cantor leads the NBA in offensive rebounds, so you can't just let him keep rebounding the ball and putting it back and kicking mm-hmm. it out. Like You have to match up to that.
2: And don't forget Bees off the bench. And Beasley He's can get buckets. A Beasley, a He's, local, like yeah. He's like Mike Scott. He's like Mike
1: Scott for them. I mean, he had a huge game against the Celtics before Christmas that yeah. they won thing on the 23rd. Yeah, he's been hot. He's yeah. been
2: really hot. He's playing really well for them. And uh, it just won't be an easy game. The Knicks did play last night at home lost to San Antonio. I think they haven't won a second game of a back-to-back, back-to-back, back-to-back yeah, this all year I think 0-3. To, Yeah. So they um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a tough uh, a tough game tonight, but one I think the Wizards if they play well should be should be able to get
0: okay I'm, I'm i got a curveball guys new year's resolutions for this year you can make it personal or work related anything you're like 2018 i'm gonna be better i said i was gonna cut down a number of sugar as i have macaroons what you sitting next to me that i brought in look what you so did i'm really off to a great start well, you do so do, you're doing I, I'm, something thinning, right thinning down. anything yeah. guys
1: more I mean, podcasts, yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: yes, more podcasts, more guests, better guests, huh? Make it
0: yeah. bigger and better. We for can always 18. have the best guests. I
3: could stand to cut down on the macaroons as well. Get playoff ready <laughs> play for the modern ready. NBA. Slim down, so yeah.
0: Jeremy, not
1: a big resolution guy. He doesn't no. believe in holidays, so I doubt
2: he <laughs> believes in resolutions. <laughs> you Jeremy, and Kyrie, <laughs> yeah, me and kai we're not big holiday guys. <laughs> No, I told
3: you, I Jeremy's don't. locked into the fitness year round. You yeah. can't knock he him off. He the resolutions no. people get in his way, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, resolution people just make things more crowded at my yeah. studio. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't have anything great. No, I'm not like I said. I don't like make a declaration like I'm going to start doing this. Like yeah. if I want to start, like Bradley Beal said, if I'm going to start doing something, maybe I'll start doing it next week. Maybe I'll start doing it in March. Like
0: we're going to ask Thomas. About what he did for New Year's. What did you guys do? I just stayed with family. Went over my best friend's house with family.
2: Uh, I can't talk about it on the air. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, we we're, we're, were at a small. Was it a small event? We'll just say that.
1: Dinner and chilling.
3: Yeah, okay. It was fun. It was a good New Year. Yeah. But it's an exciting time for exciting time for the Wizards. It's great to be at home now. Yeah, the Knicks will be a good test. Um, some fun guys to watch, obviously. Dominguez, Tilakina.
1: And then um, the most probably our timing-wise our worst back-to-back of the year oh, is yeah, this deal. weekend. We didn't even Ugh. get to that. this is this is a Jeremy Hyman special Ugh. to complain about the schedule.
2: Yeah. yeah, big schedule schedule issue with putting us at a nine thirty game Friday night in Memphis. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. ESPN.
1: Not only it's going to
2: be freezing in Memphis. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to be like ten degrees in Memphis with the wind chill. Yeah, freezing here in DC too. But you thought maybe going south you'd get a, a little, little break. No, nope, yeah. no, not a ch- not a chance. Well, at least you're only across it's the street uh, from the hotel. Assu- yeah, I mean from true. the arena.
0: Assuming it's at the same. That's hotel. true. It's
2: uh, even as close as. Uh, well, we'll see if we'll be even be able to walk because it's going to be cold. But yeah. um, but then we so we have nine thirty game Friday night. Have to fly back to DC after the game. Uh, probably won't get in into like three or four in the morning. Hopefully, if everything hopefully. goes well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, then play Saturday night with a tough Bucks team here. Yeah. Um, Giannis. Yeah, so, and the, that's gonna the be a big only, game for the standings. You know, that's a team right there with the Wizards close.
1: The only good thing, though, is that the Bucks are also playing the night before against Toronto, so they have a tough game also, yeah. and Giannis has actually been sitting out kind of on back-to-backs. I doubt he can sit out both those games because they're going to be pivotal for the standings. So he'll yeah. probably
0: play Toronto and not play this game. No, nah, I, I think
1: he's playing both, but they have mm-hmm. sat him, uh, but yeah, I'm— Obviously can't wait to watch the Bucks here. We yeah. saw them in November; they were good, but we just outplayed them before Thanksgiving. Right? And yeah, uh, that was a good one. That's had, right.
0: When Eric Bledsoe had just gotten there, maybe yeah. played like five or six games before. So the they, they
1: call their big three the keg: Chris the Middleton, keg. Eric Bledsoe, Giannis, <laughs> Antetokounmpo. They're they're electric. So well, no yeah, chugging gonna for gonna the keg. One. No yeah. chucking
0: for the keg. Well, uh, WizKids, I hope you have enjoyed this first segment of the podcast, but I think you will also enjoy the second ones. We have Wizards guard Thomas Sadoransky joining us. Uh, we will talk to him about uh, his increased playing time this season, what he thinks about his second year, and uh, some stuff about New Year's and Rolex watches. If you didn't see the video on Washington Wizards, Dot com, and his uh, dunk. Social media. And, and, his, and dunk. his dunk. Yeah. He's had quite a holiday season. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to him about it. So uh, stay tuned for that, WizKids. Coming up, Thomas Edoransky. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Off The Bench, uh, first of the new year, and we get a Wizards player joining us for our first pod of 2018, Thomas Hadaransky here. Uh, Thomas, thank you very much for joining us.
4: Thank you for having me, guys.
0: Uh, First, before we get into basketball, how was your New Year's?
4: It was good. Did you have any fun? Yeah, I mean, we've you know, friends uh, with my wife. I mean, there's not too much time, you know, during the season yeah. to really celebrate it. But at least, you know, being with your loved ones, is always good.
0: Well, you got to win over the Bulls.
4: That's also that helps to celebrate it. New Year's
0: Eve, <laughs> so I figured, you know, maybe you could celebrate a, l- a little bit after that. Um, is there a place that you would, that you went to that you uh, had a good time, or are you like a more low-key?
4: No, I mean depends. Obviously, we win. Uh, there's more opportunities, <laughs> <Yeah>. right, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to be seen in the public. But uh, usually, usually, I just uh, you know satisfied with Loki <laughs> celebration. Okay. okay.
2: Is it different here? Any differences here in the states versus maybe back home in
4: the Czech? No, I think New, new years. year's is similar everywhere, you Yeah, know, yeah, just, you know, it's about really just about celebration, about new opportunities, and uh, celebrated with the people, I think that's what you do in Spain and the Czech Republic. Yeah. I was
0: going to say, yeah, you had like three New yeah. Year's, your friends here, mm-hmm. Spain,
4: <laughs> Czech Republic. That's yeah, the, the cool. thing you have to call to your family six hours before, <laughs> because they just uh, celebrating uh, New yeah. Year's right, Eve, right. So, so I, I had so to call yeah. them before the game, but, you know, <laughs> I, whatever, right. I'm already used to that. <laughs>
0: That's cool. Well, we are also getting used to getting more playing time on the court. Uh, How has that been for you adjusting to this other season? Because when I look at you now, Mm -hmm. I'm sure in some ways, you know, you know what you can do as a player, Mm -hmm. but you weren't really getting the playing time last year. Then this year, you're really getting an opportunity.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for this situation. Uh, It's really helping me to play, uh, you know, constantly minutes, uh, game after game. And even when John is back, you know, I think I felt – much more comfortable already knowing the system, uh, playing with the second unit guys. I think mm-hmm. we've been playing pretty good and, uh, you know, it's just helping me uh, to do more stuff that I know I'm capable of, but, you know, every time you have that opportunity and uh, you know you will be playing, that helps you a lot with your confidence. So I feel very confident right now. One thing we knew about you is that you could throw down these dunks. And well, now you know. now <laughs> we know. Oh, everybody knows. know. Everybody knows. I know. I know. the know. I know. I know. I know. I
1: I mean, everyone on the bench was just so excited because they've seen you do it in practice. Mm-hmm. We have. How, how did that feel? And did you get, like, more reaction than <laughs> usual after that game?
4: Yeah, obviously I had a lot of reaction, especially from my country. You know, fans were really excited uh, to see me do that because they know I can do it, you know. And so I think it was like a relief. You also see those guys from the bench uh, from the... You know around the team because they know i can do that in practice and yeah you know, it a was training camp right and yeah. A yeah. training when camp you know and yeah yeah, yeah everywhere except in the game so <laughs> it was a relief that i still have it in me you know in the games did uh, how many texts did you have that night? Do you oh. remember? <laughs> <laughs> it really blew up, all, you know, the social medias and everything. Yeah. Just you know, people from my country excited, you know, to yeah. see me doing this thing. So oh, it was fun. It was fun for us. We got
2: to see it, and then you get to go home and watch it all That's over. That's I
4: was going to ask. Center. How many times did you watch it? <laughs> well, I watched a couple of times because they always, you know. Uh, uh you know notify me in 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 some yeah. you know sharing in public you know in, in the social medias and facebook so i saw a couple times but you know didn't want to watch it that many times you know still <laughs> wanted to be able to do it in a game <laughs> after that you know <laughs> i don't want to be my last play. oh yeah <laughs> now there's more to come yeah, yeah <laughs> hopefully
1: and Key, i can't even pronounce his name correctly i just feel bad for him oh no that's uh, on the yeah. rockets yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why You can post celebrate Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
2: um, <laughs> we've actually i mean how we actually watched you before you know when we drafted you back Mm -hmm. in 2012 we saw lots of these highlights Mm -hmm. and then even since then when you played for barcelona i've seen some pretty good dunks over there if you could if you could rank that one versus some of your other good ones i know Mm -hmm. this was the first nba Mm -hmm. like massive one uh where
4: where would you put it yeah i think they asked me that question you know right after the game yeah so i wasn't sure but i think it was it could be I could put it in top five Special okay. okay. especially oh. okay. it was it was a good one it's an yeah. nba you have yeah. to rank it pretty high okay Do well you w- ask for
0: a photo from they R- always a- send me that right a- yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no i mean obviously it's your yeah. first one you know you have
4: to have memories there's some good <laughs> <pictures>. <laughs> yeah but we'll, we'll we
2: as much as we'd love to keep talking about the dunk there's more to thomas's game than the dunk and i actually wanted to touch on um your shooting and your mm-hmm. improved shooting mm-hmm. just from last year to this year, a tremendous improvement of, you know, percentages, 50% percent from the field this year, uh, 38, close to 39% from mm-hmm. three now, which I we have some pretty good guards on the team. Mm-hmm. No guard on the team has a higher three-point shooting percentage than Thomas Satternski right now. And, I, you know, I'm, I'll just – I'm just going to leave that stat yeah, there. Just, just no yeah, I mean, Thomas, if you, want me to, if you want me to work for your agent. I'm impressed right now. <laughs> I mean, I've got it's great I've that, you know, got listen <laughs> to that. <laughs> I've got a couple more numbers. But, um, I guess the question out of all this is, I uh, you know this was something you worked on and you knew to be in the mm-hmm. NBA now, you and to be a guard in the NBA, you've got to be you got to be able yeah. to shoot it, and you've proven that now. And that's sort of why you know you continue to get minutes off the bench. Um, what's that been like? What was it like, sort of, this off season, and now to see, you know, I all that the the hard yeah the hard work that yeah. you put in in that to that too. yeah,
4: like you say, you have to be able to, to you know to knock the shots out here uh, whenever you play point guard, you know, guard. Uh, Man, the game changed so much that even, you know, big guys, four positions, they yeah. now mm-hmm. shooting a three. So it's really like aspect of the game you have to work on and you have to have it to, to be able to play on the court. So I really, you know, focused on it during the uh, summertime and you know, work with my uh, shooting coach who's working in Germany, you know. So I went there, had like a week of working and I knew already from these guys like DA, you know, uh, Chad, I have to work on it. You know, we've been working on the whole last year. And you know, with the playing time and with my confidence, I think it's coming, you know, that's why those good percentage and also, you know, not, not forcing those shots, you know, mm. I, I'm really waiting for my moments for the catch, you know, catch and shoot and, you know, defense is sometimes giving me that and with such a good guys around you who can create mm-hmm. something, you know, you'll be able to have those shots in the game.
1: How did your international experience over the summer, I know we were watching you early in the morning some days yeah. uh, in the FIBA, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were you were the guy on that team and how yeah. did that uh, kind of set you up for this season?
4: Well, it wasn't nothing new for me, you know, uh, I've been playing with the national team for a couple of years already, this was my, I think, 10th year, you know, I, I, you know, my first game with the senior national team was when I was 16 years old, so, you know, they were already expecting me to be the guy there and uh, unfortunately it wasn't it was kind of disappointing because we didn't have a lot of players we normally right. uh, are in um, my national team and uh, we expecting to have a better results you know and you know i blame it a lot for myself but you know that's what it is sometimes in the summer when you don't have all team together but always great experience you know uh, representing your country is something different you know different than playing for the club
0: mm-hmm. can can you attribute some of your success also to maybe being a little more comfortable here playing in the nba and just having more time mm-hmm. where you had a year to know what the routine yeah. is like and what you mm-hmm. need to do
4: yeah i think definitely uh that's one of the cases you know i already said it in training camp i already saw that progress there uh all the things were you know i already knew those things uh, the system the coaches the think i have to do you know to be able to play on a court to be able to help the team so it's definitely helping you know you can also put that rookie year or rookie tag yeah. behind you <laughs> with, a, with a with a childish yes. back yeah. <laughs> so no more i think that's a great relief also and you know it's just like they you you feeling it that they are taking you more seriously you know than, than the first year here yes
2: poor thomas had to, all the pictures last year he had his <laughs> pink pink backpack with <laughs> him.
4: Everywhere, everywhere Exactly <laughs> like, So I couldn't post anything you know? You know, there, was, there was that bag always you know, I, don't, I didn't want to have like 50 photos Of the season with the bag just. So yeah I made a good photo was, gallery though. Yeah for sure you guys <laughs> I'm pretty it, sure you have it <laughs> With yeah. all the rookies
0: So another great moment uh, From this season That wasn't on the court um, Is When John gave everybody Rolexes And your reaction was great Yeah Yeah well, <laughs> None of you were expecting that. What was going through your mind when he presented them? And where do you keep it? How when are you going to wear it?
4: (laughs) Man, I mean, we were shocked. You know, I was shocked because uh, you know we sometimes got those presents from John, and and obviously they were nice ones, like headphones or anything. I think we got like three headphones already during uh, during my two years. So we were just joking with the March that you know, we didn't know he's gonna, you know, give us something, so I'm like, oh, he's gonna give us a Rolex, don't worry. <laughs> and he really gave us the Rolex, and, <laughs> you know, that's why I'm, I'm reacting like that, and we're actually making a lot of fun with Jason Smith. They made fun of me that I sound like a Russian on that, and I'm, like <laughs> and I'm like, all right, maybe on that one. <laughs> but, I mean, it's an amazing gift, uh, you know, left us speechless then, and of course I'm wearing it sometimes, but I'm also scared of that, <laughs> you know, I don't want yeah, right. to, you know, to get lost or, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like you got to put it in a box. Re- and maybe, yeah, you maybe do, you do, you do. Only <laughs> special occasions. It's
4: my first Rolex, so <laughs> I'm pretty, li- I'm really excited. Yeah, very nice. Well, John, not only
2: is he dishing out uh, Rolexes, but he's back healthy now. Has the team playing back to kind of how we saw last year, mm-hmm. uh, especially at home. I think it's seven out of eight now at home. It's sort of that time of year. That's this time last year when mm-hmm. you guys just rolled, yeah. rolled over. Um, teams at home, and you know, you got, I think, six of the next seven are right here. Is this sort of the time you guys sort of feel that... Just as a team, you're sort of right there now where you can kind of keep this momentum going after a good week last week. Mm-hmm. Now you got a lot of home games coming up. Yeah. This is a good time for you guys to kind of take off in the
4: East. Yeah, I agree. I think we, we all feel it the same way, uh, you know, after the game against Brooklyn. You know, we lost by so many points in yeah. yeah. Atlanta, which right. was, you know, yeah. unfortunate. Uh, we all knew what our mindset should be, against, especially against those teams below 500. Uh which we lost so many games against. Um and like you said, we know last year we had so like I don't know, fifteen games uh, winning streak yeah, at home, home or seven, seventeen like seventeen yeah. almost. Yeah. So we know this is a great time because like you say we have six games out of seven here at home and it can start something good and um, we all feel like we have to take care of our home court you know after every going to Memphis yep. where we lost badly last year so mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys will have it also in mind so hopefully hopefully we can start something good in this, in this month
1: so tonight the Knicks are here and I know mm-hmm. you and Christoph Porzingis yeah. are friends you played in Sevilla together right <laughs> uh, have you talked to him I know last year you went to dinner was it yeah. the night before but they had a back-to-back
4: yeah. so
2: and Hernan Gomez,
4: yeah, we we are you know group of three good guys, <laughs> good, guys, good <laughs> friends. Yeah. We always talk. You know, we have a chat chat group uh, on the uh-huh. WhatsApp, so we always talk like t- two days before the games. You know, we always play f- almost four games a season with, with against New York, and uh, it's a, it's a great time. Whenever I'm in New York, I hang out with them. Uh, we had a really special team uh, back back then in Sevilla. You know. We all were on the same team, mm-hmm. we were under twenty years old. Uh, nice. we, we were having really playing great. Yeah, having time lives, of our playing life, playing you know, place. really just having fun, just yeah. worrying about the basketball, you mm-hmm. know, and just hanging with them. So definitely I'm always gonna gonna be in touch with them. Fun fact, I was in Sevilla
1: studying abroad when you're on the team and I had no idea. Really? The head coach <laughs> I think before your season was from Wisconsin, which is where I went to uh-huh. school, and so I was like, Oh, that's cool, we should go to a game, but we never made it. And then yeah. I realized that you, Chris Hernan Gomez were all in yeah. the, yeah. Yeah. We were on the yeah. small, yeah. small was, world. Not a crazy. huge city, it's still a big city, but
4: it well, it's kinda low-key city too. Yeah. No no one actually knows how beautiful, how big yeah. the Sevilla is amazing. until you really visit it. So yeah, it was it was great to spend the time there. Maybe
0: you could start a tradition like in soccer. After the game tonight you can exchange jerseys you know, take them off get <laughs> Taps jersey <laughs> funny
4: thing is that actually Hernan Gomez asked me for it today you oh, know, right. there you go. so you jersey do that sailing? right after the game no, I mean it's a great memory you know to have it like yeah. these guys made it to the NBA also yeah. you know, yeah, they yeah. my team they're playing for New York Knicks it's just it's just great that uh, you could be part of that so it's yeah. it's a good it's a good idea definitely I'd like
0: to be a fly on the wall if you could think back to those old conversations mm-hmm. like yeah I'll play in the NBA someday or mm-hmm. we're gonna win a championship or whatever conversations you just are just having the person's
4: jersey on, on your wall you know, it's be a good. <laughs> yeah. one to you. you didn't play against this guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a proof for me. Well,
0: thank you very much for spending some time with us. We wish you the best. We're so happy for thank you. Guys. And thank you for coming on the pod. Right, thank you for having me. All right, WizKids Hope you enjoyed our time with Thomas Hadaranski. Ciao for now, everybody.